I do the foreign exchange market. I can trade stocks if I actually want. Yeah. Because I learned the technical analysis of market. Yeah. Of any type of market. It could be a crypto market. I know how to trade a crypto market. Yeah. I know how to trade a stock market. I know how to trade a foreign exchange market. I know how to trade. I know how to look at a chart. Everything has patterns. You have patterns. Yes. You know? Um, and that's all that life is, is about patterns. Yeah. You know, you want to buy when people are fearful. You know, you want to sell when everybody is on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's greed. Yeah. You know, so when everybody was all oh, Bitcoin, 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 boom, and Bitcoin dropped. Then Bitcoin went up again, Bitcoin, 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 and it dropped. Awesome. So we're live. Live on Adversity Kings. So we got chosen. So first off, how you doing today, bro? I'm feeling chosen, man. It's, yeah, uh, let's go. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So your full name, your real name? Malik Blair. Malik Blair. So the first time we met, I want to say officially, well, technically we met we met on a FaceTime, FaceTime probably like maybe almost, I feel like it was close to a year ago or so. No, no, no. It was Not that long? In the summer. It was uh, around April. Almost. Okay. April or uh April or May, it was in between. And you were 20 then, right? Yeah, I was 20. And you turned? It was in May. It, it was, was May? Because yeah, yeah. your birthday was June? My birthday was August 25th. Okay. So you, mm. you just recently turned 21. I just recently turned, yeah. Now, did you grow up in Chicago? Yeah, from the south side. South side of Chicago. Now, where is that in reference to, like, everybody outside of Chicago? Like, I grew up, like, technically in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You always hear, like, O-Block. O-Block, yeah. So, like, where <laughs> where is O-Block in reference to the south side of Chicago? I mean, O-Block is a neighborhood that's on the south side of Chicago. So it's nearby, uh, kind of? Yeah, it's like 10 minutes. Everywhere within the city is probably 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes it'd be 20. Dang. Yeah, everything is like 10 to 15 minutes away. Okay, that's crazy. Now, Vaughn, was he from O-Block? Yeah, he was from O-Block, yeah. There's a lot of great rappers that have came out of like O-Block. Chicago. Well, I don't know about O-Block, O-Block lot, specifically. but like Chicago. You got Lil Durk? Lil Durk, Polo G. Was G Herbo out of Herbo, uh, what's his man name? Uh, There's a lot of dark rap M-A, too. Uh, Lucid, Lucid Dreams, Juice, Juice World, yeah, Juice World, yeah, bro. A lot, and yeah. honestly, you talk about a lot of value and a lot of talent that's come out of, yeah, come out of that, that like Chief, uh, Chief Keith, too, for real. But I heard, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard like Chief Keith like grew up in like a rich area, <laughs> richer no, no, no. area, or no, like because no. I heard like he ain't welcome in O Block, he's not welcome because he got out first and. He did the smart thing. I mean, he got out of the hood and didn't come back. But, okay. you know, some people were saying he got too big headed. He wasn't trying to get back money. I don't really know. I'm, yeah. like, a, I'm like an outsider, too. Yes. It. yes. But he was. He did grow up in them areas. Like, you will see an old picture of, of him and King Von. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What 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 are people drinking in, in the O-Block, bro? Because there's a lot of great talent. <laughs> there's a lot of great people. A lot of talent, really. Just, just, just across the world, I think about just all the individuals. Like, I think of like hidden gems, like just people that, like, people nobody would have ever given me an opportunity if I didn't stumble across sales. Like, I was just this badass kid, you know what I mean? Just doing bad things with with my dreads and just, just if you would have just looked at me, you wouldn't have wanted to be like affiliated with me. And now you talk five years later in the insurance industry, and uh, I just think about like, man, there's a lot of people out there that are just in these pre-assumed areas where you're just like, yo, I ain't, I ain't going to affiliate with that dude or I'm not going to affiliate with her. She's from O-Block or they're from like the South Side. You know what I mean? Or like where I grew up, like Jeanette, Greensburg. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to know about them, but like like even my 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 boss, you know what I mean? Like Simon, he grew up in the Yo, like Youngstown. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like Polo G, I think 
I think he got a verse about the yo. He's like, I keep the nine on me when I go through the yo or something like that. One of them songs. Where is where is that at? Youngstown, Ohio. So like oh, that okay. was that had one of the highest uh, murder murder. I think it's per capita, right? The highest murder rates per capita. Hmm. Uh, back in the day was was Youngstown, Ohio. Like it was crazy out there. So you grew up in the South Side. South Side of Chicago. Yep. Now your parents did they grow up there together? Your parents did they grow up? Well, my mom she was actually uh. Raised in California. Okay. Yeah. So I was actually born in Chicago. I moved to California at like five. Yeah. Um, lived, lived in California from five years old to eight. Yeah. And then moved back to Chicago. And I've been in Chicago ever since. You know, from I was first I was on the east side, so like 71st and South Shore. Then I moved to um, High Park. And yeah. I went to High Park for sure, really most of my you know, growing up. Is that the South Side, High Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's a, it's a South Side, but it's not like a a uh, quote-unquote ghetto area. Yeah, you yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then what did your parents do? How'd they come to meet one another? And then did they stay together? Are they still together? No, they're not together. Okay. So what did they do? Uh, how'd they meet? You know what I mean? Like, what were they doing? So actually, my dad, he actually uh, started becoming a business owner when he was like, 1920, he started actually selling beepers. Okay. All right, those are like phones, basically. So he started like selling- Like the pagers? Like, yeah, pagers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so he actually started selling pagers. And then um, he had uh, got a business partner um, that name was Victor. And that was my mom's brother. Yeah. So um, my mom was, my mom, I think, eight years younger than him. Yep. Right? So, like, my dad would see her sometimes when my uncle and him would do business. Yeah. You know, so then when she was like 17, uh, you know, her and her and my dad started messing around. Yeah. And then uh I mean they and they had a kid, I believe, at twenty three or yep. twenty five, and that was my older brother. Yep. Yep. And then after that they had me at like my mom was I think thirty when she had me. Okay. My dad was older, around like probably thirty nine, forty. And then that's when and then you guys moved to Cali when you were five, so she was like thirty five and then you came That was my mom. My mom me and me and me and me, my mom and my brother, we moved to Cali. Yeah. When my mom and my dad broke up, because that's okay. where my mom's family is there in Cali. Okay. Now she's still in Cali. No, no, no. She's actually here now. Okay. Yeah. But they're still they're separated. They but you who do you who are you closest with your mom or your dad? Uh, my mom. But I have a very good relationship with both of them though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Like are some of the most valuable things you learned from your parents? Because obviously, you know, you're you're 21 now, but entrepreneurship started for you when. Um, you want me to be honest? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> be honest. Man, entrepreneurship started for me, man. Um, when I was when I first came back around like 10, 11. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember the power the power balances. People used to yeah, yeah, the little balances. yeah. Right. So my dad, he actually caught the wave, you know, before it became super duper trendy. Yeah. So we used to go to like the flea market and you know, we used to sell them, man. And yep. I was one of the best salesmen. And I was only like 10, 11 years old. So I was making very, very good money at the uh, flea market. And after that, I got so much, I got paid so much from him. I went and purchased my own uh power power balance. And I started selling them myself. Yeah. And I would, you know, work for that weekend and make like five hundred or six hundred dollars yep. um in like a weekend. So that's when my entrepreneurship started. And after that, created clothing line and all. Where did that where did that influence come from? Like, was it from your dad, from obviously? My dad, my dad he was Hustler, man. Yeah. Hustler. And that was it just you watching or was he teaching and like role playing and going over? Like were you reading? Both. Like, okay. Both. Because he used to be selling. He had shown me how to sell. Yeah. You know? And I honestly think before that I was selling like water bottles. Like we'd go 
he was he was always a hustler. So like let's say yeah. for instance, the Bulls won a championship. You know, he would get a hundred. He would get thousands of shirts made. Go out, go outside the Bulls stadium and go sell them shirts. Yeah, you know? and that's how he'd make his money. He was always a hustler. Never, never worked a job. Yeah, he was gonna find a way to make some money. Yeah, yeah, definitely sounds like my dad too. Like yeah. just always hustling, mm-hmm. always hustling. And then, so like skills from your dad. So the sales, the communication, just kind of that entrepreneurship and that professionalism. What about like from your mom? Like what else? Like what other things are you getting from your parents growing up? What did that? What did that look like? So what I would say, man, you from my from my mom, she uh gave me the the uh nurturing, the is that the right word? Nurture. Nurture. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she gave me the good nurturing, man. Of of keep me in the right neighborhood. Yeah. You know, keep me away from the streets. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and that's one thing I give all the respect, all the gratitude. Now was that hard for her? Because you're like so close to it. I feel like even me, like. You know, like, I, I was kind of, like, low-key in the streets a little bit for, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, for for a little bit. Maybe right. not to the extent of, like, full, like, quote-unquote, like, O-block, you know what I mean, right. if you want to put it out there like that. But, like, how did they how did they keep you from that or how did she keep you from that? So I, I was never in the streets. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. never game-banged, nothing like that. Because um, I always played sports. I played baseball. Yeah, yeah. Until, so that's literally what I was in, like, day and night, day and night, day yeah. and night. I'm at, I'm at practice. I'm, in, I'm practicing after. Yeah. I'm practicing before and and after uh school. So um she really just put me in, in good communities, bro. Yeah. So like she moved us out of out of uh, Chicago when I was five. We came back. We was in like a bad neighborhood, but then we moved to High Park, which is a good which is a very good neighborhood. Yeah. And I went to schools all in those communities. Yeah. You know, she kept me at a nice church where I was able to, you know, meet a lot of good people. Um, I went to a park district where that was like the ground roots for me because I was able to make so many connections outside of there, outside of just the park district, yeah. where, which able to get me into baseball um, and meet some people that really, really been able to help me, help me out. Who's you your know? favorite baseball team? The Cubs, where they were, you uh, know. But shit. I mean, since I became like a full time entrepreneur outside of baseball, yeah, I haven't watched that much baseball. Yeah, at nothing. All. There's no time yeah. to do really anything outside mm-hmm. of whatever it is you're pursuing. So, who is your current baseball? Like your favorite baseball team? My right? favorite. I mean, it, I'm. I'm a I'm a love my city, bro. Always. So yeah. either the Cubs or the White Sox. I know people from Chicago. They're gonna say you gotta choose one. I don't really care. I mean, yeah. if you're from Chicago, I'm gonna support you because that's where I'm from. You know. Yes. And yeah. Both of those two teams are from uh, Chicago. That's one of the first things I did when I got here. I think uh, you know some of our some of our more successful weeks. I went out and got myself a White Sox jersey. I don't even know the dude's last name. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's an Asian dude. Mikado or something. I don't know. Oh, Mikado. Yeah, I yeah. think I think so. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, I had to get the. I got for for Simon, my my business partner now. But I got him a uh, Jordan, like a veteran, like crazy, mm-hmm. like decked out Jordan jersey, sweet as hell. So, who's your favorite like baseball players? We're talking on baseball and kind of how that influenced favorite baseball you. player, man. Um, would it, it would have to be Miguel Cabrera. Who's he play or who did he? he play? Was, I, I don't know if he still plays for Detroit, but he used to play for the Detroit um, Tigers. Yeah, and uh, I mean his swing was just so smooth. Yeah, but if I could say my best when I was playing baseball was Mike Trout. Mike Trout. I don't know if Bro, you know who Mike Trout is. I obviously I know who Mike Trout yeah, yeah. is. He what he played for the Angels. He played for the Angels center. And yeah. then I think of obviously we probably didn't get you, neither of us watched him, but uh, uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you ever watch any like thirty for thirties on yeah. him or anything like that? Just breaking yeah. the bats over his head, like 
playing football and then going and playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Talk about an athlete. Now, yeah. who put you on to baseball? Was it your dad? Um, actually, I, that's why I say my roots was built at uh, Kenwood Park. You know, that's where, like, was my after-school program. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the counselor there, he told me to play baseball. You know, yeah. he had got a, got a connection. He got me inside of a, a league called uh, High Park Legends. Yeah. And that's how I got introduced to baseball. Now, I was playing baseball when I was a kid, like five. But when I moved to California, I played no baseball at all. Yeah. So, yeah. And then when you came back, you got back into baseball. Mm-hmm. And right, that, right. that yeah. was around 10. That was around 10, yeah. Yeah. I, I had like a late start to baseball. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't have a late start, but I wasn't de- like the High Park Legends League. It yeah. wasn't developed enough. You know what I mean? Those, yeah. They were kids I were playing, but they weren't like super, super serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wish I was in another program, you know, where I was able to get more uh, pro training. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what position did you play? I was a catcher. Catcher? Yeah. Okay, dope. So what you like? Was there anything cool about like you know obviously catching or anything like that? Like anything that like stood out to you that was like, bro, I love this. This is what I got to focus on. Like More where so do hidden. I see myself going? <laughs> More so hitting. I loved hitting. Yeah, I loved hitting. Hitting like the baseball, bro. That was that's that's honestly my favorite thing. Yeah, to do. Um, but uh, catching was cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just it was okay, bro. Uh, yeah, I really loved hitting the ball. H- hitting bro. the ball. Yeah, yeah. I really that's loved dope. hitting. Hitting the ball, bro. Now, did you play for your high school team then, too? Mm-hmm. I played for my high school team. I was on varsity my freshman year. I was on and off on varsity my uh, freshman year. Yeah. Um, My sophomore year, I was on varsity. Junior year on varsity. Now, what high school did you go to? Kenwood Academy. Kenwood Academy. Is that high mm-hmm. school still around? Like, Yeah. Is it, now, is that down? Yeah, it's just one uh, city, bro. Football. For real? Yeah. So that's a... City. Now, are they like... They have really good sport programs then, like for football, baseball? So or? now... Now, they're actually up in... Up and coming. Okay. Um, you know, a couple years ago, man, I would be like, I would never think Kenwood will win a, a football city championship. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just got, I was on the phone. Are there divisions for your guys' stuff? Mm-hmm. So are you guys in a, a bigger division or a smaller division? We're in, we're in 4A. We have, we're a very, very big, like, uh, school. So we're in the, the highest uh, I think my school was in division. 5A. I don't know if it's, like, the same same deal, but I was obviously expelled, so it don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I think no, four A is most definitely the highest one. Okay. Uh, I think five A or no, it was it, it went lower. Three A, two A, one A. Yeah. Those are smaller schools. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. So you guys are four A school. So what was the graduating class? Uh, it was like five hundred or six hundred. Yeah, that ain't that's like the same size. Yeah. 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 Five hundred yeah. or six hundred. Yeah. We had a total of um. Around 2,000 students. So any of your friends go to the league or anything? Uh, I actually got, well, baseball or basketball? Baseball, basketball, football, anything? Friends or people that went to that school? Maybe maybe a combination of both. Okay. Um, I know a player that plays for the Lakers now. His uh, name is Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah? Um, yeah. I didn't go to school with I'm him. I'm supposed to be going to a Lakers game in January, and we were talking about the the stadium changing. Yeah, yeah. Crypto.com, man. That's going to be so, nuts. Yeah, that's going to be super nice. So, like, if anybody has any cryptocurrency, they should just sit on it until that stadium's built? I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fill up on as much Crypto.com as you can. Is that an actual coin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Crypto.com is a coin. Like Dogecoin is a coin, or like yeah, yeah. Are you it's saying a like coin, what? but it's not like a quarter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it's something you could invest into as a crypto.com coin. It's kind of like a Doge. Yeah. So right? go on crypto.com, and then what you can do is actually buy a crypto.com coin on the app. 
So you're technically like not only invested into the coin, but the stadium too, because they're kind of like I would imagine like paralleled. Exactly. Like the value with that would exactly. be like paralleled. So who's the boy? Who's the dude that plays for uh, the Lakers? Taylor Horton Tucker. Okay. Yep. This is second or third year. Was he younger or older than you? Same same age. Dang. So y'all yeah. went to school together then. We he went to Simeon. I went to Kenwood. Okay. And I knew him through like mutual friends. Yeah. But yeah, when I first met him, like he knew what I he knew who I was. I didn't really know who he was like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, just mutual friends and, and like uh stuff, man, you know. And then also uh a dude named Ayo. Ayo DeSumo. Yeah. He's on the Bulls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he went to Morgan Park. I knew him when we were super duper young, man. Uh when we were in elementary school. Yeah. Yep. He went to Beasley. I went to Murray. And we know each other through like my cousin is his is his best friend. Yeah. That's how we know each other, you know. But what are some of the best experiences you had growing up? Uh, so and they don't, they don't have to just be learning experiences, but but obviously kind of tailored to that as well, like learning and just experience, like just lessons that you've learned up until this point. I would say baseball. Baseball baseball gave me the most um, – baseball gave me the most just man uh, uh, man attributes that I could have within my life Yeah, because baseball taught me that, you know, the world does not care how you feel. You know, you're yeah. crying and all that stuff. It don't care because my sophomore year, I worked probably, I thought like the hardest ever, you know what I mean? Yes. I was going, I was hitting every single day, yep. working out the most, doing everything because that was my first year of varsity. Yeah. I was just trying to go crazy, man. And I got into the season, bro, and did horrible. You yeah. know what I mean? Like was not hitting the ball at all, was striking out everything. Like it didn't add up, you know, and I yeah. always thought that, oh, I, I'm going to reap what I sow. Like the world owes me. I have to, you know. Yeah get the results I practice, yep. you know? But um, it just really showed me the difference in between practicing and game situations. Yeah. Um, and it just taught me, because I used to be crying and like, man, why why me? I work harder than everybody. Yep. Even the best players, even some of the best players knew I worked way harder than them. Yeah. Literally. But, um, you know, just some people, they just got that talent, man. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you just got to just keep going. Where did this okay. drive come from, though? Like, where did you get the heart and the drive to, like, outwork everybody? Because obviously a lot of success and a majority of success just corresponds with your ability to have that have that drive to outwork people but to persist, not to quit. Because a lot of people, they'll work real hard, but they'll do it for a day or a week or a year or maybe even five years and ten years. But it's kind of like that book, Three Feet from Gold, mm -hmm. where it's like you don't even realize, you know, you might be ten years in, but you were one day away from striking gold and hitting, like, millions or going to the league or whatever it might be so like where did this drive come from man in all honesty bro i would say the drive came from you know just my family uh my my uh, grandma you know she showed me a, a lot of love she she helped me feel you know uh special yeah you know and i believe that's that's what helped me you know believe that i am god's is that your mom. mom's mom or your dad's that's mom? that's my dad's dad's mom okay you know but i was really really loved um and my dad really gave he taught me to work ethic man yeah just, yeah my dad, I, when I was younger, I would always say he could be on his deathbed. He's still going to be on it, trying yeah. to make some money, you know? And he made me work for everything. Yep. I never just got anything. If I wanted to, and he had he had money to go buy me all the nice shit, the yeah. top shoes, everything. He made me work for everything, bro. Yeah. So that's what gave me really to work at. It's like, I'm not going to be given nothing. I'm not going to be given this, you know, certain starting position. I'm not going to be given this money. I have to go out and make it happen. Absolutely. So that's something that I could pinpoint. And say, you know, that's where I got my drive from. And I and I got it from God, man. I'm God's chosen. I honestly yeah. believe it. So love that. Yeah. And where did the chosen come from again? Was it from your grandma? No, chosen just came from 
you felt divine. it. Yeah. Divine. Now, how old yeah. were you when you like felt like, oh man, this is my, this is what I'm like. So actually I got a my tattoo. Alter ego. I got a tattoo right, yes. right here. Um, oh my, yeah. My you told me the story when we were eating. Yeah, man. It was, it was, it was my first tattoo. I got it when I was, I think 17 years old for my 17 year old birthday. Yep. And, um, I don't even remember telling the guy I want chosen one. And I don't know why I would even get chosen one. Yep. I guess it was just a feeling. And ever since I got the tattoo, you know, I just started going with it. Chosen one, chosen one, chosen one. Yep. And uh, I just have been going with it ever ever since, bro. I haven't just... That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So from there, obviously the discipline from, from baseball, but like were there any like other valuable lessons you think that stood out from your dad teaching you sales, your mom nurturing you, your grandma supporting and loving you, but like any crazy experiences, funny, anything that like you feel like this is something I want to share with my kids. Cause I want them to come back, listen to this and be like, yo, that's hilarious. Or mm-hmm. like, yo, that's really cool. Or you know what I mean? Like anything else you want to extract before we move into like the future. So I want to first talk about, um, I want to first talk about something more like serious. Yeah. Uh, something that was like, Unconscious, like my mom was unconsciously saying every day before I went to school, to uh, always be a leader, never be a follower. Yeah, she would always say it. Don't don't be no follower. Every single day. Yeah. Before I walked to school, because I used to have to walk to school because I live so close. You, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, bro. What I mean to tell you, like literally, that is it. That is really what helped me. Yep. I believe build the the confidence of being a leader and going out on my own. Um, because, you know, what we don't really understand is that words are spirit. And yeah. every day she was speaking those words over over me. And that's really, I honestly believe, gave, gave me the confidence and gave me the confidence to believe I'm a leader. So you know? fire. And then... Um, so your grandparents on both sides got to be... Your, both your parents sound so solid. They, your grandparents got to be solid then. Uh, they was they were solid. Like they for... Solid. Ra- so like, because like, I think of, you know, I think of like, like a pit bull, you know what I mean? Like a pit bull is going to get a bad rep uh, just just because people are going to assume like it's a bad fighting dog it's going to try to kill you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there aren't bad dogs, there's just bad owners. And, you know, it sounds like your owners, your parents, they just raised up like this phenomenal young man, this leader, entrepreneur, just self-made everything. And, and so it's like, obviously it's not self-made because you had such great leadership coming up. So I'm thinking like, well, where did that start from? And I'm like, okay, well now I'm, I'm like curious on like, what what skills were your grandparents teaching you you know your your dad and and then your mom's side like her grandparents so it's like you know i think of your grandma already you're talking about how encouraging she was to you so like i can see her now like encouraging your dad and like kind of like vision casting like hey look you're going to be successful you're going to have a beautiful family you're going to raise successful children and so like from what you know like is that is that kind of line up yeah i mean my grandfather was a was a business owner also. Yeah. Um. He 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 sold insurance. Okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah. He was very very. Your big dad's in dad. Chicago. Yeah. He was very very big for selling insurance. Let's go. In uh, Chicago, bro. So let's go. You're gonna have to follow in his footsteps a little or something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, facts, facts. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, man. He was. Now, is very, he still very big. is he still around? Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay. He just uh, has a condition, yep. you know, where he doesn't remember that much. Is it dementia or Alzheimer's? Dementia. So my pap just passed away. My mom's dad uh, just passed away from early onset Alzheimer's. I think it was in June. So early early what? Early onset Alzheimer's. So What's onset? Uh, so I don't know the medical terminology, but I know Alzheimer's is essentially where you, like, 
basically don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's the higher level of, of dementia. So he developed dementia years ago, and then it, it evolved into Alzheimer's where you basically forget everything. And so he had just, he, so your body starts to erode and uh, he had just passed away this, uh, starts to this year. Yeah. Because you, you, you feel like neurologically, you're just a, essentially, you're, you're like non-existent here. Yeah, yeah. So with your, with your brain not functioning, imagine like your phone battery on 1%, you know how it'll start fidgeting and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of like what your body, like your, cause the brain is the, the engine, it's the core to everything. Mm-hmm. So once that goes, everything slowly goes as well. Damn. So that's, yeah, wow. that's what, and I think Alzheimer's not, I don't know, obviously, cause you have to, you know, from, from looking within, like, I wonder, I wonder what that's like from within, but like from without, like just seeing how painful it was to my mom. Cause like both my parents being in jail and everything, like me and my sister, I think we're closest probably to one another. Mm-hmm. And then maybe my mom and then probably my dad. But other than that, like, that's pretty much it. Like we're probably the closest we got is like me, my mom and my sister for like relationships. So it's like, I think the hardest thing was seeing it, the toll it took on my mom because it, wasn't a real hard, like a hard, you know what I mean? I haven't really lost anybody crazy close to me. I don't know. I think you lost your brother. My brother. Yeah. yeah. So like even that, I want to, I want to learn like, you know, how, how you get, cause everybody talks about, you know, stoicism and philosophy. I, I'm a big believer in studying and believing in it and, and trying to be proactive as best we can for life. But like, I think of that and I'm like, dude, with Alzheimer's and probably like with what you experienced with dementia, with your pap, where it's like, yo, it's hard to watch, you know, your family hurt from seeing them forget stuff. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. So I never really had like a super strong relationship with my grandfather. Yeah. Even before. So yeah, yeah. it didn't hit me way. that it didn't hit me that that hard. Yeah, same. Um, so, you know, but I honestly can feel like my auntie, she she, you know, she uh definitely feels a lot, but you know, I I, I don't know. Where it where it comes from? Yeah. Um. You know what I just try to do is stretch my memory every single day. Yeah. So if I don't rem- if I don't remember something, I'm not gonna tell somebody to remind me. I'm gonna stop, sit there until I remember it. Yeah. Literally. You know. Um. But yeah, man, because that's something that I don't want. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. Uh, and a lot of things are linked to like I've put a lot a lot of emphasis this last month on my diet. You know, and I'm actually, I'm like down like 12 or 14 pounds and I'm doing zero cardio. So before I do like cardio, like three, four days a week, you know what I mean? Like maintain six pack and everything. That's always been like, yo, I'm going to maintain a certain level of physique. But like now my mental clarity, my physique and everything like that. And I'm, the more I study about health, it's, it's, it truly is less external on what you're doing on the outside. And truly it's what you're doing on the inside. It'd be like having a Lamborghini and having a Honda engine in it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or like having a Lamborghini and then you're putting like the regular fuel in it. It's, you know what I mean? You're not supposed to do that. You're going to have a special fuel. You got to do the highest level of octane to get the highest amount of like output or it's going to break down. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like, dude, it's been killer for me this last month, but it also, a lot of that stuff links to like, you know, neurological, like, you know, uh, just malfunctions and, and just, just that, that disease and that deterioration is like, what we're eating, it's kind of like the compound effect with like investing mm-hmm. where things just over time, same deal with what we're eating. Like I was reading the other day, like visceral fat is worse than subcutaneous fat. Subcutaneous fat is like the fat under our skin. The visceral fat develops around our organs and it's actually becoming more deadly than alcoholic fatty liver disease. So like, it, you know, when people get liver replacements, your liver is like your filter for all of, all of like the things that you're consuming. Um, 
And I'm reading, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Cause it's like, you would figure like alcohol should kill like way more people than anything in the world, but it's actually sugar. So like the high fructose corn syrup in our Gatorade, like I love Gatorade. So mm -hmm. I'm talking about what I like, like, cause I, I freaking love sweets, bro. Mm -hmm. Like probably when, like, I love sweets. I dude, love but cookies. Dude. So it's, bro. So when we're consuming this high fructose corn syrup, it's like, it's the amount of sugar going directly through the filtration system through your liver it's actually developing visceral fat. And that fat is developing around your organs. So now- I have a question for you. Yeah. Because my grandfather on my mom's side, my mom's dad, this, this, this man has had, like, he's done everything. Yeah. Under, un, everything under the sun, as the, as the Bible said. Like, yeah. he was in the World War, I think, three or two. Yeah. He was- World War III. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was in, yeah, he was in World War Two. Yeah. Um, He was- um. He didn't did so many things with you know females. Just did everything. Yeah, and he's ninety two, walking around good. Dog. So some people, you just got crazy genetics. Yeah. Like, cause we're, you're gonna hear about people all the time. Where you're gonna hear the person like, if you want to live to hundred, you better eat just salad. Then yeah. you're gonna have the dude that's like, yo, I've eat, I've eaten whatever I've wanted, and I smoke a cigarette for breakfast. Mm. And they just, they're like hundred and five. They look yeah. good. They're pumping. They're like, yeah, let's. I had a great grandfather that was kind of like that. My mom used to take care of him. And he was like 95 and I'd come over, he'd just be like BS and like talking shit on all of us. He'd be like, hey, little fat ass, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and <he laughs> and was I wasn't even fat. Shape. And he was he was in okay shape, but I mean, he's right. 95, able to walk around. He's like telling me like, yo, you better be doing your push-ups. He'd be flirting with girls. Like, cause I used to work for him. He he was a business owner. Yeah. And uh, and he would pay me like a quarter for like a week, dude. Like You're I was like telling 10. The story. No, I swear to God, dude. And like girls would come in and he'd be like, they'd be like asking about the products. He had a warehouse uh, mm -hmm. for like furniture. Right. And and he'd be all in his old ass voice. He'd be like, yeah, honey, you get that office chair and I might let you sleep with me tonight. I was like, what? man, this dude got game. And they would like chuckle. Cause like, how are you going to like tell an old dude to like shut up? You wow. know what I mean? Like he's 95, like you yeah. want some of this wrinkly ball? <laughs> You're like, Oh my like goodness. what are you gonna say? Like shut up, old man. Like he's not. Like he's like. You know what I mean? Like damn, that dude's about to die. I might as well just let him. <laughs> yeah. You know what that makes me think of though? Like, you know, it 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 really makes me think that all is mine. Yeah. You know, like everything is really in the mind, and like because I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've really been trying to do that, dude. Eating a little less red meat. Mm -hmm. I've really been. You feel so much better. Just the yeah. clarity as well. But I love, my goal is to like have like a ranch or something where like mm -hmm. I can see, because I don't really trust. It's not really, yeah, it is. It's a lack of trust and like, and like the government you know and everything think, like that. Like I want to see my shit get made. Yeah, yeah. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I don't like, you know what I mean? They offering cheeseburgers and donuts for people to take this shot. That's cool and all. I'm not anti-vaccine, but like. I want to see what the hell it is and what are we putting in my body. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I want to like have my own livestock and everything like that where it's like, I'm not trying to be a cowboy and all, mm -hmm. even though I grew up in the South, but like, yo, I need to see my food. You guys over here doing all these MSGs and shit. Right. Like, I need to see this. Putting damn steroids inside yeah. the chicken and stuff. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So, I mean, my uh, biggest, um, my biggest thing that I would say is for people to study themselves. Yes. More so than studying like. You can't do what everybody broad. else is doing. You never, because it's like, okay, we got that situation, then we got this situation. It could yes. be a person living good, eating eating good, working out. Yes. He may pass away before the person Hell is yeah. doing whatever. So it's like. Or might be fat as hell and like eating some crazy diet. Like, you know what I mean? I've all, I've been, I've looked at people and be like, bro, why are you eating like that? Right. You, you still look like shit. You know what right. I mean? Like you eating salad like all day and you look gross. You can barely like walk. You know what I mean? Your breathing's hard. 
So it's definitely, you got to study yourself. And that goes for business. That goes for life. That goes for your dieting. But I think it's always going back to your core, your engine. Mm -hmm. What's the engine of your business? What's the engine of your relationship? And it all comes back to your leading yourself, your self-engine. And so that's why I'm constantly analyzing, you know, my engines. You know what I mean? I think some people would call it like chakras and Mm -hmm. different things like that. I think it's, you know, your mind, your body, and your spirit. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, how's your mental engine? Like, what are you doing to enhance and evolve and develop and grow your mind and your brain? And then your spiritual, I think, is, you know, probably most important, honestly. And that would be the emotional stability. So like, and we'll jump into it if you feel comfortable with it, like dealing with loss. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you have the spiritual stability? You and I are big in faith. You know what I mean? So it's like, I believe in Jesus. You believe in Jesus. It's something we get into daily is the Bible. And for those listening, literally, you know, whatever you believe in. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just glad you believe in something. Yeah. You know, I'm just expressing what, what we believe in on, on mm-hmm. the uh, on the pod. Right. And then third, I think, is body. But speaking on spiritual stability, speaking on loss, what's your advice on on that and, and staying whole and finding finding a way to keep pushing? Um, my best advice, bro, is to honestly just transmute the situation that's going on. Yeah. So um when my when my brother passed. I had to transmute my mind. I mean, granted, I have one, I have one mindset yeah. over here that's saying, "Bro, your brother was thirty years old. He passed away yeah. from a one out of a thousand type of cancer at that age. It was a yeah. one out of a thousand chance he would have caught it." And then, um, you know, and just looking at the bad side of things, like, "Oh man, they may run in my blood," or you know, like, "Oh, what is life from a pass away at this yeah. age?" You know, or. And my brother didn't do bad to nobody. There's people out here done way worse stuff when he passed away. Yeah. I can look at it from that perspective, or I can look at it from a, from another perspective and say, okay, I've gained an angel on the spiritual realm that can help me out. You Amen. know, if I get into a situation, yeah. Um, um, I I I have a a uh, motivation to get up every single morning to you know do the things that my brother wanted to do if he was still uh, here. Yeah. Um, I have the the burning desire of you know, raising my nephew up to, you know, be the be the man that my brother wanted want him to be. Yeah. So it's honestly a, a thing of transmuting your mind, mindset yeah. from one thing to another. You know, I love the word mindset because it is your mind and you have to set it. Yeah. Period. So yeah. if I'm like have a broke mindset or a rich mindset, it's whatever they set their mind on. Yes. You know, so that would be my best advice on handling. You can't really death. prepare for, for death. Nah. Right, you can't prepare for major losses either. Same you know way I mean? you can't prepare for having a baby. You don't know. Shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tony's. I got yeah. so many young people that work here, and I'd be like, "Please wrap mm. it up, please." Yeah. They'd be like, "Crystal, no." I'm like, "All right, just yeah. know what you about. You potentially are bringing into this world, man, yeah. and it's so much more than than you know people take into consideration. Like, you know, you talking about a few seconds of a feel good yeah. for a life, a life long years. of responsibility." Contract. A Con- contract, I, dog. I call it a contract because that's, yeah, that's you just, everything. Yeah. 18 years, dog. You yeah. talk about Kanye. You said 18 years. What's that verse? You got the Kanye's out of Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Kanye is out of Chicago. What too. the hell did y'all do to him, bro? Y'all messed Man. him up. He's no, a genius. I don't think we messed him up. I think the system. The system messed him up. Dude, you know? what are your I don't thoughts? even think he's messed up. I don't think so. I think he's a genius. I think he's just on a different plane. You know, yes. there are multiple planes. Absolutely. And he's on a different very vibration, high plane. just something else. Yes. Exactly. What is your thoughts on the media and 
like Hollywood and like you hear you hear things of like Illuminati and like just there's a lot of things that that are weird. You know what I mean? I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. but I think about that. And I'm like, yo, what what is out there? Like who's out there so, controlling and influencing and, and how does that affect our society? So I actually have a mentor. Well, I don't I have a spiritual advisor. You could say that is really a conspiracy theorist. What yeah. people call him. Um, but I mean, he's on a different plane yeah. of thinking, but, uh, you know, I don't trust anything that the internet says. Me either, I don't trust you gotta, anything. you gotta do your own research. Facts. I don't trust anything that social media says. Yep. Um, I don't trust anything that, um, the TV says. Yeah. Because is they put on there what you want to see. Absolutely. Think about if you have a business, you're not going to want to, you're not going to want people to see things that's going to jeopardize yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want them to see things the way you want them to see it. Political positions are almost like, you know, irrelevant to the extent of like now their power and how they're able to, I think, lead and inspire and influence is through media. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're portraying through Instagram, Facebook, through whatever old people watch the news, because you don't watch the news, do you? I don't watch the news. No, I don't watch right? the Right? But like the things that we are seeing is like, Instagram and the stories and, and just things that are in the way of our business because we run our businesses through social right. media. So it's like, but that's how you lead. That's how they're leading and, and getting people to believe in certain different things and, and politically influencing people to the best of my knowledge. I'm not smart at all when it comes to politics, nor do I care to be. I just want people to be safe and happy at the mm -hmm. end of the day. You know what I mean? Like right. if people go out, make their own money, make their own decisions and be safe and happy. Right. But I feel like the biggest thing is like, bro, they're killing the social media. Just like, Bam, do this. Bam, do that. And it's like right. it's so polar opposite that it ain't even it's disgusting. Like, you know, where where people are so polar right or they're so polar left where they're like, you know what I mean? Like both sides are just like it's like you you can't even affiliate with one side without being right. like, bro, like that's just too too much. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's just too much. It's, and I don't know like what your thoughts are on like all of that and I think about that and you, you know what I mean, the the theorists and all this shit. It's like it's crazy. Right. To me, it's just crazy. What do you think? Um, the mind is all, man. How, right. However people want to take it, they take it that way. Right. Um, because I know a lot of people, man, where they don't care about uh, scrolling on social media all day. Yeah. And I saw people like myself that does not want to do the scrolling, that does not want to be in other people's business because yeah. it can affect my mind. You know Absolutely. What I mean? So I believe it's mind, mind is all, man. Yeah. Some things are going to trigger one person, some things are going to trigger another. Um, but I would just say to just follow, you know, the goals that you have for yeah. your life and have your Instagram pertaining to the goals that you want within your life. Yeah. You know, but um, just like they say, man, you can't you can't make the horse drink the water. You know, you can lead yeah. him to the water, but you can't make the horse drink the water. Facts. I mean, so. Facts. So since graduating, what what all have you done entrepreneurial wise or just even job wise? Like what what is what does life look like from from eighteen or your graduation uh, up until now? Um, so I actually graduated twenty eighteen. Yep. Uh, immediately after that, I went to college for baseball. Yep. Right. Um, and then, but I was losing the pass for baseball more so my senior year. Yeah. In high school, um, but uh, you know, my freshman year, like the um, what when was that? That was after winter break. Yeah. I went back home, was trying to make some money, you know, so I actually worked for a, it wasn't a, a job where I had like a W-2. Yeah. It was just on some, hey, can work here, I'll give you money out of my pocket. Yep. Um, it was like a, a clothing store. And man, he was paying me $50 for a whole day at work, and bro, and it was just no money. 
Damn. I was like, man, this is this work and stuff is not for me at all. Yeah. So uh, after after that, I um, cause I had a clothing line before that. So my yep. senior high school I had a clothing line, but I stopped that because baseball got too much on me. Yep. I didn't have the money to invest. So I was with my dad, and I met a gentleman. He came in to get some signs from my dad, cause my dad makes signs and banners. Yep. And does he have that four sign shop? No, the no, no, signs no. for you shop. No, no, but okay. he does have a sign shop. Okay. Right? Um, but. You know, I met a gentleman there. He did taxes. Yep. And I was like, bro, I want to learn how to do how to how to do taxes. So he was like, you know, come to my office at this time, blah blah blah. So I went to the gentleman's office and I started learning about taxes. Yeah. That year, but I never like actually did them. I, I was out like marketing inside of the uh, laundry mess for him. Yep. Um. So that was my first like entrepreneurship. Then I got put on with you know Forex with I am with I am Academy. Yep. Um. Uh, when I was uh that was in January 9th, like I signed up with that. Yep. So I, you know, and then I didn't really start taking it serious to when I stopped baseball. Yep. And I was in like March. Yep. March or April of 2019. So March of 2019. And then what are we way past March 20? So you're coming up almost three years in, in three the Forex. Yeah. So and and taxes too. Now you didn't you four didn't, years for taxes. Four, now do you have yeah. you don't do you have a CPA or you just make tax recommendations? No, I I I'm a certified tax agent okay. for the IRS. So is that CTA, and how would that separate you from a certified public, like so so like when I when I utilize you know individuals for for taxation, I, it's it's always a CPA mm-hmm. for the business. So obviously, is there is there a difference? CPA, they have their hands in like um, accounting. Yeah, you know more so stuff like that. They went to college for it. Yeah, you know. I didn't go to college for mine, but anyone can become a certified tax agent, literally. So that certification, is that something you get through the state? And is it like an online um, course? IRS. You just go on the IRS and type in how to be a taxpayer and you got to get certified. Okay. But you don't have to get certified. I know people that's not even certified and they still make money. Yeah. It's just about doing somebody taxes and saying, hey, I did your taxes, come pay me. Yeah. Get your money. So, and then when you're, when you're doing individual's taxes, like putting that all together... Is that how long does that take to put somebody's like like taxes? If, like if I handed you like our like our, our book of business and and we process over like we're gonna process over like probably four or five million dollars. You know what I mean? This this year actually probably closer to three or four million dollars. Mm-hmm. I swear for for the CPAs when they're going through this and they're going through the write offs, they're going through you know legal loopholes and certain things like that. Like it it it's like a good amount of time yeah. to put that all together. Yeah. Now, does it, does it obviously vary for the it, for the it, people that you're working with? It definitely varies, man, because, okay. you know, you have some some people, they're very, very simple. They're low income, and they have a W-2. All you come in is type in what they got and put their socials of their kids on there and put their socials on there. Oh, they're, they're looking for help with the tax return and certain things like that. Right, So, yeah. So are you more or less working with the W-2 people or like 1099 where you're helping them actually truly file for, for write-offs and file their taxes? Like Both. Okay. All of the above. Okay. I help people out. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So that's really dope. And so you've been doing that for four years. So, I mean, you, you started that at 17? Yeah, at 17. 17 years old. Okay. Yeah. That's insane. And then the next is, so the 4X. Now, how does that, like, because my buddy, you know, he 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 uh, day trades through, mm-hmm. like, the, I don't know any of it, stocks or something, but right. he, he made, like, 100 grand or something, mm-hmm. like, Saved up, hundred grand liquid, all that, you know, since since we graduated high school. And I, that was probably a year or so ago. So he he's probably made a lot more uh than that since then. And right? when he start uh training that? 
probably like right after we graduated high oh. school. So when we, so that was probably like late 2017. Okay. And so probably by 2020, 2019, mm-hmm. he probably had 100 racks. I'm trying to get him on here too. But then he got into, does that and then real estate too. Oh, wow. That's now, with Forex, what is the difference between Forex and day trading? Um, No, so it's the same thing. Day, day trading is just meaning that you're trading every day. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, you come on the screen. You look at the charts and you make your prediction on that day. Yeah. And you can invest at a certain point and you can get out whenever you want to. Right? So where does the money, like, do you just like, like click buy in and like plug your debit card in or like? Um, so you load up your trading account and you have something that's called a broker. Yeah. And the broker is where you can buy, where you can sell from. So, now is that like Wolf of Wall Street? Like those people, like no. those brokers? No? No, no. That's, that's a, right, right, yeah. See, that's a brokerage, right? That those people were like working at. And they were trying to get people to buy certain stocks. Yeah. You know, I don't do that type of, uh, you know. But does somebody manage those funds like a, like there's online brokers then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah the and then that's brokers. how you that's how you're, you guys are trading through Forex? Yeah, but nobody is like calling me and you should actually get this. No, yeah. it's more so me looking at a chart. I'm seeing a pattern and I'm making a prediction on where the market is going to actually go. So why do Forex opposed to whatever, like the, I don't know, what? What would it? What would the other one be? Just the, you know what I mean? Trading within because it's foreign exchange, correct? Mm-hmm. So why not do like uh, domestic exchange, like a, the That's companies stocks. here, like the stocks, That's right? Stocks, yeah. Do you do both, or do you just do? I do the foreign exchange market. I can trade stocks if I actually want, yeah. Because I learned the technical analysis of markets, yeah. Of any type of market, it could be a crypto market. I know how to trade a crypto market. Yeah. I know how to trade a stock market. I know how to trade a foreign exchange market. I know how to trade. I know how to look at a chart. Everything has. Patterns. You have patterns. Yes. You know, um, and that's all that life is. It's about patterns. You, yeah. You know, you want to buy when people are fearful. You know, you want to sell when everybody is on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's greed. Yeah. You know, so when everybody was all oh, Bitcoin, 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 boom, and Bitcoin dropped, then Bitcoin went up again, Bitcoin, 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 and it dropped. Right. Yeah. But it's about knowing when to position yourself with the whales in the market. The whales are the are the individuals that are extremely wealthy they put 400 million 500 million inside of trades you know yeah so yeah so what's your favorite area to trade in then like is it the crypto forex just the forex forex i love forex man but uh i made a commitment you know where in 2022 i'm gonna go all in with crypto i'm gonna still trade my forex yeah but i'm gonna go all in with crypto because crypto is just the new wave it's 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 just the new life bro so now will you start your own like like crypto company, will you join something like you're involved in right now with the IM Academy? Like, mm-hmm. or like, is we it, actually offer that. We offer DCX. So you guys, so you're just gonna, you're gonna take your energy that you already built up. You know what I mean through through Forex through the IM Academy, but it already has a crypto branch yeah, too. So, so IM Academy is a educational platform. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing you guys just consult. Right. 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 So yep. we have a. A one, we have one package, you know, yeah. the FRX package, the foreign exchange package, learn how to trade in the foreign exchange market. We have a DCX package, teach you how to trade within digital currencies, Bitcoin, Ripple, Ethereum. Yeah. Um, then we have another package that's called HFX. That's high frequency for it. You could trade and make money in minutes. Yeah. And we're, uh, we have something that's called ECX as well. We teach you how to create, you know, e-commerce stores online. Yeah. And now we're coming out with TLX. Uh, and that is a... Uh, as a traveling company, we'll, yes. so we'll be out with that very, very soon. So, 
it is an umbrella company, you, you yes. know, but more so mainly focus on helping people become financially free. Yeah. You know, independent business owners, they can do what they want when they want. You yeah. Know? Yep. So that's dope. So, so we could possibly eventually get insurance up on the umbrella. It, yeah. It's, it's that type of company, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's sweet. So with that, getting into the crypto, like what are your predictions for, for 2022? Like what are you trying to get into? Like what are you interested in specifically? I know we were talking about the stadium right off rip. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, and that stadium is uh, cryptocurrency.com? Crypto.com. Crypto.com. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's what they named the stadium, but that's also a coin in, in and of itself. It's a coin and it's an app. Yeah, but it's an app where, where, where people can buy. It started off as an app. Uh, and then shit. the app yes. was like, shoot, let's come out with our own crypto. You know? And then they they offered to buy the stadium, I'm guessing. To buy the stadium. For marketing, which is huge. Huge. The sports center. I mean, not, not sports center. The Staples Center, bro, that's... That's huge. Everybody knows about the Staples Center. They yeah. bought the Staples Center. So it's like... How much did they buy it for? Uh, it was like... They said like around $600 million. It was It was something around I feel like that's there. cheap. I, I mean... Yeah, like, I do too. I do too. That's what I heard. I don't know yeah. exactly how much they bought it for, but I know they spent a pretty, a pretty penny. Yeah, check that out. Let's see how much crypto... Yeah. Crypto.com. Pay for that. I would love to see it. Crypto.com stadium made. And how much do you think they set this on a little bit, Chuck? I don't know how much they how much. 700 million. 700 million? Yep. On December 25th, the deal cost about 700 million dollars. Two people with knowledge of the details. One of the largest sums ever paid for a sporting venues naming rights. So essentially that's like the naming rights cost 700 million dollars, yeah. dude. That's insane. Yep. That's so insane. just the name of it. So you're getting into crypto next year. What other future plans, vision do you have then for yourself? And what does that look like? So, I mean, in all honesty, uh, my what I want to do in my past, where I believe my legacy is going to come from. Yeah. And most of my wealth is uh, will come from uh, being a movie producer. Yeah. Movie producer and movie director. So, Dog, I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. I was thinking, I was like, do you like movies? Because when you listen to my podcast, you're going to find out I ask everybody what's their favorite movie. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you love movies, then you are, you have a movie list. Of yeah, like yeah, your yeah. favorite. So, like, what's your top three go-to movies? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Number one. Yeah, that's number one. For Absolutely sure. phenomenal movie. Um, number two. You know there was a Black Wall Street. Yeah, yeah and it burnt. It got Street. burned down. Yeah, got burned down. Now, where what was that in Memphis? I actually don't know where it was at. I we did go, hear we gotta look it. this up. Yeah, I did hear about that. But I don't know exactly where it was at. See. It, the public education doesn't doesn't teach. No, nah, ain't. You know what I mean? They don't be teaching right. Like especially like being young black man, being myself young mixed man. Like I was in <laughs> I was the darkest kid in my school, bro. What? Yeah, like that. You wouldn't get that in Chicago. It's so diversified oh, wow. here, but out in PA, like I was one of the darkest kids. Like the other black kid, like he probably was like you know what I mean. Like he had his glasses on. It was right. like definitely blended in with the white kids. Now nah, I was like. Definitely, like, yo, if you look at me wrong, I'm going to beat your ass. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, and, 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 right that's, and not to, uh, I guess, not to personify and be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, I was ghetto. It's just I was an angry-ass kid. Right. I was an angry-ass kid. But I was I grew up in a predominantly uh, white area mm -hmm. when uh, when my parents split up. So my dad, my mom went to jail first. Then my, my, uh, my mom got out, and then my dad went away. But when he went away, we moved back up to PA, where she was from, and I was all mm -hmm. white like where the area was. But when I was with him, we were in the South. So it was like the South, South. Like we grew up on like, like we were, at, we, we showed horses. We basically raised horses, but it's all black people. Right. You know what I mean? So all black cowboys. Mm. You, do you watch that new movie on uh, Netflix, The Heart of They Fall? 
Nope. It's like know. all I black cowboys with Idris. So, is that his name? Aiden, you just watched Idris Salba? Yeah, Idris Salba. Yeah. Dude, sick ass actor. Great movie. But uh it was Tulsa. Mm-hmm. The it was Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh the Tulsa Race Massacre took place on May 31st and June 1st, 1921, when mobs of white residents, some of whom had been deputized and given weapons by city officials, attacked black residents and destroyed homes and businesses of the Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This is disgusting. Mm. Absolutely disgusting. Weapons, guns, explosives, intentionally set fires or arsons, injured 800 plus, 183 serious injuries, exact number unknown. Target is a black residence, their homes, businesses, churches, schools, municipal buildings. You know what this reminds me of as I'm reading this? What? Is the riots we've experienced over the last year. And, and in in name of Black Lives Matter, trying to bring more light to our culture, mm-hmm. our businesses get attacked in the midst of it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like we're trying to protect and get more freedom and get more equality, but simultaneously you find people of our race are destroying our own businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like looking on social media, I'm like, bro, how are we fighting for ourselves but we're fighting ourselves? Right. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I always look at it like Tupac, you know what I mean? Like trying yeah. to bring like, just bringing that 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 clarity to the situation of like the biggest killers is us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Us killing each other like on the streets and just gangbanging yeah. and shit like that where your mom's like, yo, you got to be a leader, not a follower because if yeah. you're a follower, you're going to end up you know what I mean? Like in these streets or in a casket, something worse. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. But I also remember seeing some artwork. I was in Tennessee selling and I met this doctor and he had this mansion. Right. And I think he was kind of a musician too, but he was a doctor and I'm selling him a policy. We're going over like a million dollar policy. It's a huge policy. And uh, he had his artwork and I was like, what is that? And he's like, uh, this is uh, Black Wall Street. And I was like, is that like something made up? He's like, right. no, nah, you never heard of Black Wall Street? And I'm like, just for me, it's like an epiphany and like just kind of eye-opening to like, dude, they really, even to the educational system, like if you want to like get a world or get a get a group of people to completely listen to you, you start, you know, as at the seed. You start at like educating them in correspondence with what you want them to know. Right. Because now if you only know what I want you to know, you know what I mean? Like you're under my my full control. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, I don't want to go off on these, on these theories and, and stuff like that because we're talking about the movies, but... It's good to look into. It's good to educate yourself. I'm, I'm actually going to watch a documentary about it tonight. Dude, it's actually it's yeah. good to look into. It's fire. Um, so number one was Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. What's your next movie? Uh, my next movie, I would have to go when I was younger, was like was like Mike. Yeah. I like how, you know, he was... You look like Bow Wow. <laughs> talking about Bow I got that a couple times, man. Now, I, you look I the did. most like Tyreek. Tyreek, yeah. I get that all the time. Yeah, do you get stopped. You got to get yeah. stopped, bro. You got to people I, come up to you and like yell at you. All like, the time, bro. Why did you do it? All the time. Have you seen the uh, the no. the meme of him where somebody like yelled at him like, why did you do it? And he's like, it's a movie. It, uh, or no, it was a show. It's just a show. I, I didn't see that one, but I, I know many people like really hated him in real life. Yes, for dude. the stuff that he did. But that shows the power of the mind. That shows oh my God. the power of- 50 Cent is a genius, yeah. bro. How you can just transmute somebody's mind. Yes. You know? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So, Did you hear about the instance when uh, the Joker, he actually passed away because he went crazy? Heath he Ledger. He was really... Hell yeah. He thought it was really... That was Heath Joker. Ledger, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because he stayed in that hotel or whatever he wherever he stayed yeah. to like get into that mindset of being like schizophrenic and like drove him insane. I think he started doing a bunch of drugs and like drinking and that obviously, but it started, the core was like you said, like he drove himself so insane from creating this mindset of, of the insanity of embodying what he needed to embody to become. I love that. I love 
actors though. Like, actors. is that your next favorite movie? Is is the Batman movie? No, 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 no. That's actually not my favorite movie. If I could say my favorite movie, man, my third favorite movie. Yeah. Hmm, I would have to put some thought into that. Yes. I don't. I don't really have like a third favorite movie. I got a whole list. I'm up to like seventeen. Really? Hell yeah. I just, I just I love, love movies. movies. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking the office tonight to go see Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the new Ghostbusters. Okay. And then anybody that's here tomorrow, we're gonna work a little bit on Thanksgiving. Obviously, we're not gonna be selling clients, but just some clerical work. People that are staying, they want to grind and grow their businesses. Oh yeah, because you have a lot of people that's from not here, all over the place, dude. Right. We ship people out, and it's kind of like our own academy, ship like an insurance out. academy. Hell yeah, you know what I mean? Ship Sign them up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we ship them out here. We get it. We get this shit cracking. Yeah, facts. But uh, tomorrow, uh, for the people, I'm going to take them later in the day to go see that new zombie, that Resident Evil. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I love, love movies, bro. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love movies. If you could meet any actor, who would you want to meet? If I could meet any actor, who yeah. would I want to meet? Oh, man. If I could say anybody, it would it, it would be in between two. Uh, Will Will Smith. Yeah. All right, and it would be in between uh, Denzel Washington. I was thinking Denzel Washington too. Yeah. So what's it's your the mindset, bro? The mindset. Denzel Washington got some fire motivational videos, and he's also got uh the Equalizer movies. Yeah. Are absolutely insane. Yeah. Safe House, great ass movie. What's the movie with him in the, the cop movie? The cop movie. Um, I I can't think. Bro, of it. it's a fire movie. That movie's fire. They're gonna know. The listeners are gonna know. I love James Bond movie too. Yeah, Double O. Did you James watch the newest Bond one? I did. Yeah, it's I clean. Did. It's a clean I, movie. I, like I don't have a favorite. I just love movies. love movies. Yeah. Yep. Yes. But Wolf of Wall Street is definitely like my favorite though. Absolutely. Sure. Just yeah. cause cause aside from aside from uh you know the illegal illegal stuff and all the drugs and and the excess right. of women, we can definitely relate to that that hustle yeah. that grind that mindset of like. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a matter of can it be done. It's mm-hmm. a matter of when it's going to get done. Yeah, and the work ethic, you know? The work ethic, bro. The work ethic, yeah. The work ethic and the lifestyle. And that brings me into, and with the relentlessness, brings me into the, now, I just saw you went to Dubai. Is yeah. that the coolest place you've ever been? Coolest place I've ever been in my life. Dude, tell me about Dubai, bro. You living, living. Dubai was so amazing because everybody was nice. That's first on my list, yeah? you know, because you living in, in I heard America. there's no dogs. Did not see a dog out there. I heard they like beat dogs. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> I know that you know they're some of the most kindest people. You know, what I mean, they're yeah. gonna speak to you. Uh, you know, the restaurant's gonna treat you so amazing. Yep. Um, you know, top tier customer service there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the scenery is. Dude, phenomenal. you were eating up in the air. Yeah. What yep. was that? Uh, it's called dinner in the sky. <sighs> yeah, dinner. Did, did, it was dinner. Bro, in the you sky. had a five star meal. Like, how many feet up were you? I think they said it was probably like ten stories up. Yeah, dude. Ten, so you're ten about or it. twenty stories. It was in between that range. It was pretty hot though, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah you're talking about a hundred, two hundred feet in the air. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. What was the best part about the trip? And yeah. everything looked like was it Versace? Choo-choo. It looked like uh, everything was, it was like a Versace. Versace hotel. Yeah, yeah bro. Versace hotel. Yeah. It was a Versace hotel. Uh the best experience in Dubai. Would honestly be me ziplining from that. I don't know if you've seen a video. Have you ever seen I it? think so. I think I saw the ziplining. When? I was watching everything. It was on your I stories, I bro. I don't think you've seen it. I didn't even post it on my story, but you got to see it right now. All right. I maybe I just gonna... assumed the dinner in the sky was a zipline, too. You got to see it right now, bro. It it, it was, you're going to be like, whoa, you really did that? Yes, bro. It, it was, it was literally fire. We're going to wrap up with that. You want to go eat? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got anything on your schedule. You want to go eat after this? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. Because I go grab a quick I'm on fish. this fast. I'm on this fast. Um, 
twenty hour fast. Are you done? Eating. No, I'm done at eight. So I was definitely eat before this. Yeah, let's just let's, let's just knock it out. Just tell squeeze them. it in, man. For sure, but that if I could say anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, definitely show you. But that was my favorite. That was at a very super tall building, bro. Yeah, and zip line all the way down over like water and everything. Dude, so, that's yeah. nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. Favorite books as we wrap up. I can't think we brought so much value. There's things that people listen to this uh, the whole way through. They'll find things they can pick out and implement and apply to life and, uh, you know, apply to their businesses and their mm-hmm. relationships. But I like to wrap up with, with things that are going to bring people value. And I think, you know, maybe your favorite book or maybe two, mm-hmm. three, whatever you're thinking. Uh, my favorite book of all time right now has to be The Caballion. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I think I got it. Because... It talks about the hermetic laws of the universe. Yep. You know, rhythm. You know, uh, people are going to be up, people are going to be down. You know, um, I love, it talks about polarity, you know. I'm going to text her right now to make sure I get this book again. Because I, I want to <laughs> say I told her to get it, but I don't know if I did. Good, and you, you have good and bad. You have hot and, hot and cold. You have, you know, summer, you have winter. But at the end of the day. How do I spell those, it? The Kabbalion? Yeah, yeah. The K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. I think that's how you spell it. And who's it by? Um, the Three Initiates. So they don't even know who it's by. They said this book actually um, came out before the Bible. That's how long it came out ago. Damn. It was people that was like you know, hermetists, you know, and uh, people talk about alchemy and all that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's very. it goes over the principles, though. Yeah, bro. This book impacted you because just yeah. the passion you have right now reminds me of when you brought it up probably three, four months ago when we had dinner yeah. and you were like... Pfft. You were like the Kabbalion, bro, the best yeah. book. And I was like, yeah. what did you just say? It shows you the powers that we have yeah. as in transmuting your mind. Before, yes. Because I was listening to it on my way Well, here. that's what's in Think and Grow Rich. Is, yeah. and, and that's in the last chapter is sexual transmutation. So transmuting yeah. that that energy, that sexual energy into power. And, yeah. and uh, you know, instead of just like getting it every day, every night, yeah, you know, yeah. how some of us young men could be, uh, taking that energy and actually converting it positively and intentionally into your business mm-hmm. to get even more impact out of your business and your wow, personal what life. what chapter is that? Chapter 14, I'm pretty sure. I think you're going to I need to go um, give that to one of my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he on the prowl, that. baby. Man, yeah. But, you know, actually, because I, I do, I'm on Bible study every single morning. Yep. Um, so so uh, not on the prowl in the morning. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Bible um, is one of my favorite books Yes. As well. Yes. Uh, so the Cavalion. I like Proverbs. I've been reading Proverbs the last five years. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. all my mentors have me reading is Proverbs. Talks about seeking seeking uh, wisdom. Bro. Book of wisdom, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the, the last book that I could give you right now, um, I've read a lot of books, bro. I've read a lot. Absolutely. Of books. But the Cavalion is one that stood out to me. Yep. Um, the Bible is the book that stood out to me, and then the last book that really stood out, I would say the Four Agreements. Four agreements. Yeah, four agreements. Uh, never assume. Yep. They talk about never yes, assume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with the four agreements. Yep. Yeah. Now, before we wrap up, adding value. Now, let's see if anybody's interested in, in what it is you do. Where can people find you? What can bring you value from from the people that are listening? Um, you know, maybe they're interested in trading with you or. Well, what all, what all do you want to promote right now? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, first things first, uh, what's actually coming up, which is tax season. Yep. Um, guys, if you have any questions, I'll give you a free tax estimate. Yep. Um, you know, also, uh, you know, I could be able to help you out with your tax and make sure you get all of the tax tax breaks. Yep. And if you are a person that is going to be getting their taxes done, I, I mean, and looking for a tax return, I'm going to be able to get you the largest refund yep. possible. 
Um, so taxes, you know, you all can reach me on uh, Instagram at uh, Real Life Chosen One or my phone number, 773-562-9470. And you'll see, if you live in Chicago and you're watching this right now, you're going to see my core plaid signs all over the place, you know? Okay. And then also, uh, I, I want to promote um, the educational platform that I'm partnered up with, I Am Academy. Yeah. Um, you know, we actually help people learn how to make money from home. You know, yep. it's a plethora amount of things that we teach people, but the main thing is how to become financially free, yep. which gives you the ability to do what you want when you want. All yes. right. And then uh the last thing that I have to promote, man, is honestly just myself. Yes. Um, you know, real life chosen one. Yes. Uh, you go follow me at, on Instagram at Real Life Chosen One. I'm gonna provide as much value as I can. And over this next year, I'm gonna bring, you know, the Instagram space and the world so much value and so many more different uh businesses coming up, man. So let's go. Well, this was fire. Make sure you guys check out Real Life Chosen. Absolute stud, bro. You know what I mean? You're beyond beyond worth millions and everything in the world that has Sorry. to offer you and, and whatever the future has to bring you, bro. So this was awesome. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And uh, hope you all have a blessed day. Let's go.